on the border. This is the soapbox for the week of March 21st, 2021. Now, if you saw the title and thought we'd be discussing illegal immigration, you're going to be sorely disappointed. And if you thought I'd be telling you about my favorite casual family-style Mexican restaurants, you're going to be even more disappointed. Whether one political party in particular wants to admit it or not, there is a crisis at the American border with Mexico. Actually, there's many. But the biggest of them all isn't the issue of immigration, which this country has been arguing about for my entire lifetime. And that's a long time. <laughs> the debate over who and how many should be allowed into America will continue endlessly. Neither side will be right, nor will they get what they want. And we can and will discuss that at another time. That's not what we're talking about today. The actual crisis on the border is about Americans and their rights. The right to pursue happiness, the right to assemble, the right to move freely between states, the right to be secure in our houses, and while not expressly written in the Constitution, the implied right to freely make our own decisions, ambitiously chase success, and choose on our own what risks we'll take, all of which have been compromised over the last year. And yes, this does tie directly to what's going on at the border right now today. For the last year, we have been told and in many cases forced to end our lives as we knew them, all in the name of stopping COVID. By May of 2020, just two months into this disaster, 100,000 American businesses had closed permanently. In September of 2020, the worthless pile of garbage that is Yelp reported that 60% of the businesses on its app were gone forever. A few weeks ago, a study reported that 9 million American small businesses currently still open don't expect to survive the pandemic. Nine million? Meanwhile, dozens of larger corporations have either shut down or declared bankruptcy. And all of this resulted in more than 20 million jobs being lost. And keep in mind that at any time, regardless of a pandemic or not, only 60% of the American population even has a job. Losing 22 million of them is beyond devastating. But it happened all because we had to beat the virus. We are barely scratching the surface of what will ultimately be an unspeakable amount of damage that we have done to our collective mental and physical health as a result of locking down the world for a year. Last month, researchers found that an increase in hazardous alcohol use went from 21% in April to 40% in September. It doubled. Alcohol dependence rose from just under 8% to 30% in the same time span. One out of three people in September were dependent on alcohol. In the first week of lockdown, liquor sales shot up 204%. And overall, in the year of 2020, U.S. alcohol sales increased by 54%. I love my drinks, but even I know there's nothing good and nothing healthy about those statistics. Domestic violence, child abuse, suicide, depression, and self-harm are all soaring. And of course, those hit the hardest are the poor and the young. For 13 to 18-year-olds in America, self-harm claims have risen in the last year by 333% and overdoses are up 120%. And all of that horribleness barely scratches the surface of the collateral damage of how we've handled the coronavirus. There are also the endless stories of people not being able to say goodbye to their dying loved ones, women giving birth while wearing a mask and vomiting into them, and everything that used to be an afterthought becoming miserable. Have you taken your pet to the veterinarian lately? Or how about youth sports, let alone school? 
Even the grocery store is now a miserable and sad experience. But we did it all because of COVID. For the last year, we have been told over and over and over again that COVID was all that mattered. And everything about life had to change because of it. And yet, as all of Europe locks down again, and we're told in America to brace for a fourth wave, hundreds of thousands of migrants from Latin America are coming to America and being released into the country. And most aren't even being tested for the very virus that we shut this country down for the last year. And those that are being tested aren't forced to quarantine. By the way, everything that I'm saying is reinforced and sourced and posted at radradio.com if you want links to read all of these stories. By the way, when they do find a migrant who tests positive, they also don't contact trace the other migrants that made the trip with them. Plus, look, you can have the virus and not test positive for up to 10 days. Testing negative on day one is meaningless, especially if you've been exposed, and yet hundreds of thousands of people who are not citizens of the United States are being allowed to enter the country and potentially spread the very virus we shut the country down for. It's the ultimate super spreader event. And it's beyond criminal. We need a bigger word than criminal. And to be clear, this has nothing to do with the immigrants themselves. America's immigration policy or the merits of allowing people into the country. This is about us. The already established American citizens who for the last year have been wrecked and dismantled as a people and a society all in the name of the pandemic. And any objection was met with shouting the word science and being told to care for other people. We're all in this together, remember? By the way, has anyone asked Dr. Fauci about the science behind allowing hundreds of thousands of untested people into the country as we all brace for a possible fourth wave? And of course, the most maddening part of all of this is the same thing that has been the most maddening part of the past year, we the people. For the last year of this pandemic, the overwhelming majority of Americans have been blindly compliant when none of what we've been told has made any sense. And now, pretty much no one is outraged over the irony of endless streams of potentially infected people being bussed into the United States. We're more upset over spring breakers in Florida than we are over this story. And by the way, don't give me that old excuse of, well, well, what can we do about it anyways? That's not the point. It's the lack of noticing, caring, connecting the dots, and becoming justifiably rageful at the very least. As a society, we are collectively dead inside. And quite stupid, too, I might add. 